0: April 27th, 2022. This soccer show starts now. Welcome to Did Someone Say Soccer. I'm your host, Nate, and I have the homie Angelito and my brother, Jordan. Say what up, boys. What up, boys? What's up? That's right. The second annual Supporter Scar Finals are set. Rebellion 99 vs Trailheads SG. Did you guys think that this was going to be the finals?
1: Yo, I did not. You know, up until the last 15 minutes, I thought it was going to be the Pandas versus Eighth Notch, but, you
2: know, things change. Yeah, the semifinals were very unpredictable. Um, One day you had a team leading by like 30, and then the next day the other team is leading by like 12. It it was pretty, it was pretty crazy.
0: Ah, damn, you said eighth notch. I gotta, I gotta give them an apology because apparently I cannot count and we had to do a recount and after the recount, trailheads end up winning. I think what happened and at five o'clock in the morning, and I don't think I scroll down all the way. And when you scroll down to count, it reloads, 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 I hurried up and did it, and I missed some votes. So, I personally wanna say I apologize to 8th Notch, and if I was in Trailheads situation, I would wanna recount too. And so now, they got the recount, and Trailheads are in the finals. Trailheads end up defeating 8th Notch 189 to 176. Now, the other semifinal was just a completely different story. Rebellion 99 versus AC Pandemonium. This is the same, these are groups in the same soccer team. And Rebellion 99 defeated AC Pandemonium 781 to 748. That's over 1,500 votes. I wanna give the biggest shout out to Eric Gillingham because he wrote a code for us that counted all the votes, even separated all the votes. And at the end, we probably had over 60 some um, duplicates. So guys, Angel, do your job. Come on, man, you guys know only one vote. Only one vote. So we're going to catch it. Hope you guys know that. Trailheads, bring your A game. These guys just brought 700 votes. That's insane. I think the finals last year, um, Rebellion, they only had 500 some votes. And in the semifinals, they bring 700 votes. Damn, that's insane. So I'm excited. For the finals good luck to both supporter groups hope you guys bring it it's going to be two days it's going to start tonight wednesday at 10 p.m and it's going to end friday night at 10 p.m eastern time so i'm going to kick it to jordan for the 2022
1: supporter scarf awards that's right everybody good luck in the finals we are going to try something new this year we got some awards to hand out. Now, supporter groups, if you did not win an award, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that some of these other scarves kind of caught our attention a little bit more. All right, most improved scarf. Now, with the award that you're about to receive, it doesn't mean that your scarf previously was bad. It just means that the scarf that you submitted this year was better. All right, so we want to go ahead and kick it off to the crew. All right, the scarf you guys put this year was just bitchin'. Good job, guys. All right, the most creative scarf goes to the Trailheads, and that creativity has earned you guys a spot in the finals. Bring your A-game, because Rebellion, they know what's up. They want to repeat. All right, so... The cleanest scarf, all right? And this is just one scarf that you look at right off the bat. It is just so clean that you kind of like, damn, that that scarf's clean, all right? So we had a lot of debate for this. A lot of scarves are in contention. We want to go ahead and give that to the North Star Ultra, all right? That scarf, what you guys did there, keep it up. That's some good work. All right, rookie of the scarf, all right? Which basically means rookie of the year, your rookie of the scarf competition. I don't think there's any debate that this one goes to the pandas of AC Pandemonium. All right. The pink and the panda, you guys are on to something. All right. You guys almost earned a spot in the finals. I can't wait to see what you guys bring next year. Now, for this last one, we all kind of kicked it around and we all want to put in our own input. All right. So this is just our favorite scarf now every scarf out here is personally one of our favorites but these ones just stuck out a little bit more to us personally reached us at a different level you know what i'm saying so my favorite scarf was the curse aesthetically it just it spoke to me all right good job curse all right and angels he's a big fan of the Chavez de royale all right, that was a clean scarf, Angel, a solid choice. And the big homie Nate, he's a big fan of the Carolina Hooligans, all right? You guys all submitted wonderful scarves. I can't wait to see what you guys do next year, and I hope you all come in, and I hope we get a little bit more. All right, so let's keep it going. All right, so let's kick it to the
0: EPL. Big match this weekend. Arsenal versus Manchester United. That's right boys. Arsenal 3, Man United 1. Tavares scores in the 3rd minute. Nketiah scores in the 32nd minute, but the goal is called back because there was a foul on Saka. So Saka steps up, takes the PK in the box, puts it away. 2-0. Ronaldo 2 minutes later gets across, puts it in. It's two to one. The second half starts. Bruno gets a penalty, steps up, goal sends the goal the other way, hits the posts, no goal. Ramsell does his dance, laughs at the fans, gets it going, and then Shaka in the 70th minute puts a rocket from top of the 18th, wins the game three to one. Jordan. What was your thoughts on this match?
1: Yo, so I was listening to this match because I just prefer to listen to it. I like to live stream it. And listening to it, man, it sounded like everyone's been listening to our podcast because Bruno Fernandez is getting called out. And if you go back an episode or two, you hear me specifically saying that Bruno Fernandez is overrated and needs to get sold so Man United can get on their rebuild, all right? Why in the world would you have Bruno, we don't talk about Bruno, taking a penalty when you have A, the sexiest and probably the most prolific soccer player to ever play the sport and Cristiano Ronaldo on your team, all right? Dude's going to step up and he's going to make it. He's automatic money in the bank. If I'm Ronaldo, I grab Bruno by the neck and I throw him out of the field. I walk his ass out and say, this is my team. It always has been, always will be. You hit that PK, you go up 2-1. Right here at the time it was 2-1. Yeah, yes. you would have taken the lead at 2-1. All right. And then you have to put the pressure on the young kids at Arsenal. And now does Arsenal have the fortitude to come back and win that game? We don't know. But I just, I'm so surprised that United just put their heads down, crawled in the hole, and they never came out to play. Second, if Nkedia would have scored that goal, he would have had two goals against Chelsea, a goal against Man United. You would have been calling him big time Eddie Money. All right? Dude doesn't score all season, turns it on, and, you know, he's like, Arteta, call me. I want the money in the bank. All right? Nuno, Nuno, Darwin Nunos, get out of here. It's called Arsenal and Keddy from now on. But, yeah, dude, I think that United fans, woo, you better hope Ten Hawk has the uh, answers
2: because the way it's looking, you just sell that old-in team. I think it's exactly what we expected. I know that we've been talking a lot about how bad Manchester United has been the last couple weeks. Um, that penalty made a big difference, right? Um, could, have, could have changed the game, but that miss, it was just it was terrible. And once Arsenal got that third goal, it was game over. I mean, Manchester United looked deflated their defense is as bad as it's always been those goals i mean there was it was three to one and it could have been more all right some of them got called back but um the bigger surprise is arsenal is winning and nate is very happy so let's see what he has to say
0: all right you know what when arsenal was losing and they were in last place All these assholes came out and said, Oh, Arsenal sucks. Oh, they're never going to be good again. Blah, blah, blah. Now that Manchester United is on on this, they're losing. They're not doing well. It's, oh, poor Man United. Oh. No, fuck that bullshit. I want to see the same shit that you gave Arsenal. These guys, they looked horrible out there. There's no reason with the amount of money that Manchester United have in their squad, the talent that they have in their squad, that they should be losing to kids. And you know what? When Bruno stepped up to take that PK, I told you, Jordan, he was going to miss it. And what did he do? He missed it. Arsenal's rolling right now. Tottenham had a chance to tie it up. And you know what they did? They fumbled. They they choked. They, they tied their game and now now they're 2 points behind arsenal it's 60 to 58 in points so the bigger match is going to be when arsenal plays them and this weekend if arsenal can get points against west ham it's going to be huge
1: so you're hoping for west ham to have a hell of a game in the europa because if they go and they put their heart and soul because right now i mean yeah west ham's trying to get good positioning for next year But their biggest focus is getting Europa to qualify for Champions League. So you better hope that they go all out on Thursday. So they're tired, they're a little winded, they're a little gassed. And you hope that big-time Eddie comes through.
0: Bro, he looked good. I'll tell you what,
1: before he he made that
0: goal, he had a shot. But he kicked it straight at De Gea. Ah, man, if he would have put that away, and then he would have had another one just right after that. That would have been nice he he is one of those players that you saw coming through the academy that you knew had the talent but he never showed it when it came game time. He'll get a goal here and there, but it wasn't like wow, okay. He he never stepped up to the to the chance that he got. And now he's performing, he's getting time, he's delivering and I don't know, He's going to get that contract that he wants and that guarantee that he's going to get more playing time if he delivers? More importantly, Elneny hasn't played all season. He stepped up into the parte role, and he's carrying the midfield right now. And he hasn't played at all. And does Arteta say, hey, man, we don't want you guys, to, we don't want you to go to a team where you're going to get more playing time when you can sit on the bench and you can come on and deliver games like this for us. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of decisions this this summer
1: for a lot of players. Uh, right off the bat, I think that Elnetti gets uh, an extension because I think he's content with being a squad player. I think your biggest debate is going to be whether or not you guys go after Gabriel Jesus and let Nketiah go, or if you keep Nketiah and let the possible chance of letting Gabriel Jesus the little five-goal banger he's putting on this week. Go.
0: Speaking of Gabriel
1: Jesus, didn't he have a
0: showing at the Champions League semifinal against uh, Real Madrid? Scored his goal, put the phone up, and he was like, call me Arteta, let's go, let's get this done. But in the first leg, Man City versus Real Madrid, Champions League, and Manchester... Man City wins 4-3, to 4-3, to 7 goals this game. KDB in the second minute with a diving header. Gabriel Jesus puts a goal on the side netting, 11th minute. Benzema tucks one away after a cross in the 33rd minute. This guy, man, 53rd minute puts slots a goal. Vinny Jr. takes one from half field all the way down and puts it away. Bernardo Silva in the 74th minute puts a rocket, upper 90. No chance for Courtois. Benzema gets a penalty in the 82nd minute. If you got up to go to the restroom, chances are you missed a goal.
2: Angel, what would you think of this match? Um, we knew it was going to be very uh, goal, goal-packed, goal and um, this was a close match, right, compared to the Liverpool versus Villarreal. We knew this was going to be the better match. It could have gone either way. Um, I had said that Manchester United was going to win. They, they are looking good, and even though Real Madrid beat some good teams, we, we can always say that um, p s g you know fumbled the ball, and you know they got eliminated by their own stupid mistakes and we saw what happened with Chelsea where they barely survived um, so I had called and said man city should should win this game, but it's not going to be like um, it 's not going to be very defensive, so I knew it was going to be a lot of goals. The goal that I liked the most is the Bernardo Silva one just because uh, Real Madrid stopped playing the ball. They expected the ref to call the foul, and they just stopped playing. Bernardo Silva got that ball and just, like I said, hit a rocket right in the corner. And I can't wait for the second leg for this one.
1: Yo, a couple things on this one, all right? So first, Thibaut Courtois, all right? If you kick the ball at him, he's going to make a save. If you kick the ball anywhere else at the net, the dude cannot stop the ball to save his life. He's the most overhyped goalie ever. He gets all this credit for being world-class and generational. The dude's a bum, all right? He's right up there. In my list of bums, in Jordan's list of bums, all-time bums, it goes Kylian Mbappe, Erlen Holland, Thibaut Courtois, all right? He's quickly rising up there, all right? He's about to bump Erlen Holland off. He's about to be Mbappe, and then he's about to be Thibaut Courtois, all right? The dude cannot save a shot. I don't know how he's a keeper for Real Madrid, all right? Matt Turner should have said, I'm not going to Arsenal. I'm going to go take Thibaut's spot at, um, at Real Madrid. Second, everyone's saying that Manchester City is looking great. They're looking good. They messed up by letting Real Madrid be in this game. Sure, Real Madrid lost 4-3. to but Real Madrid is going to win the next match, and they're gonna go ahead to the finals because they're that good. All right, Benzema is on a whole nother level. All right, He's tearing it up. You might as well give him the Ballon d'Or right now. All right, the dude misses penalties left and right. Right, steps up, hits a Penenka the entire night. The coldest picture of the entire night is Benzema just hitting that lob and sending Anderson the other way. All right? We haven't even seen Kamavinka come on and actually do anything yet. And they took out my dude Luka Modric early so they could get going. Wait for the next leg. Real Madrid's going to win. Two to one. Send it to extras. Go to a PK shootout. And everyone thinks that, you know, ooh, yeah, Phil Foden's made for the big time. Phil Foden. It's the post that sends Real Madrid through to the final.
0: Damn. Jordan can see it in the future, guys. I want to see, hey, so where does uh, Bruno fit on your bum
1: list? He doesn't even make the top five. That's a whole nother list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... Gabriel
0: Jesus better stop messing around because he's gonna cost Arsenal another twenty grand if he keeps scoring like this. Uh, Man City just started off right, man. I mean, you get your captain scoring right in the second minute, you know this game's just gonna go awesome for you. then Vinny jr man his goal taking it from half field all the way down and then slotting it perfectly i mean the kid could have passed it off but he he held it i mean sometimes you got to be selfish and that was just a great time a great moment when to be selfish and to be able to put it away he's going to be good he's going to be very good because if you watch that goal he had the ball passed to him, and he let it go, he let it go, and it went through, And nutmegged the uh, Manchester City player, and then he was just on goal, straight to the goal. It was, it was gorgeous. It was, it was a very good goal. So, let's talk about Liverpool versus Villarreal. Liverpool wins 2-0. The first half was boring as shit. 0-0. Zero, zero. Second half. Jordan Henderson crosses the ball, but it deflects. And then it goes in the goal for an own goal. 1-0. Two minutes later, Mane gets a through ball from Salah and puts it away. 2-0. The stats on this game, guys. 19 shots by Liverpool, five on target, one shot by Villarreal. Jordan, does Villarreal have a shot next leg?
1: Absolutely. I mean, Villarreal played their game plan perfectly. You take away that own goal, they only lose one nothing, and that's the type of game that Villarreal is t- uh, used to playing. Sure, they're in a hole, they're down 2-0, but, dude, that's the type of game that Emery wants, you know? He wants it to be tough. He wants it to be gritty. Liverpool's going to come out and they're going to play their same style where it's all gas and no break. Now Villarreal knows what they're up against. They scouted. They did their homework. They went all break, no gas. Watch for Villarreal to choose their moments wisely. I'm not saying they're going to win, but it's going to be a lot closer. I think that the next scoreline is going to be like 1-1 or 1-all. To Villarreal and Liverpool still goes on, but Liverpool's going to have to earn this second leg. Angel, what were your thoughts on this match?
2: Um, well, I knew this game was going to be boring. I saw Villarreal play Bayern Munich. I knew they were going to have everyone sit back. Like Jordan said, it's their style of play. And they were doing a heck of a job in the first half. Um, unlucky for them, like the goalkeeper uh, stepped. Too much forward. There's a deflection on um, the center, and he's not able to take it out. It becomes an own goal. After that, two minutes later, Mynas scores, and it just was in a couple minutes, they pretty much lost the game. Um, I don't think they have a chance to come back just because they had no shots on target today. And against Bayern Munich, the defenders were slower. And they were able to capitalize on Bayern Munich pressing the line, you know, they got behind. Some of their goals were very nice, but Liverpool's defense is a bit better than Bayern Munich's. So I can't see them winning. Like Jordan said, they might get a goal, but when they go out to attack, it's not their game plan. And I don't think they can handle trying to score and defending. At the same time so i can see liverpool scoring maybe a three to one as they are trying to tie this game
0: what surprised me the most in this match was that um luis diaz um, started over um jota i figured that klopp would want uh jota mane and Sala starting the the top three but uh luis diaz got the nod over jota it was it was an interesting game to me. I mean, nineteen shots. You gotta score more than that if you're gonna get if you're gonna get nineteen shots. Uh one shot is not good enough. And it's gonna be interesting to see who steps up for um Emery and Villarreal to want to score goals. Uh, it's gonna be a completely different atmosphere, I think. This game was probably, it was probably good to have the first leg um, at Anfield um, with a team like Villarreal um, because you want the crowd and you want the team to get into it right away, especially a team that's going to be defending the whole time. All right, so we have the final set for tonight. Good luck to both supporter groups. Make sure you guys tell your friends and tell your families. Make sure you guys vote. Um, We will be back
1: next Wednesday. See ya. See ya. Yo, shout out to the Baloney team for beating Inter from a missed kick by the goalkeeper, dude. Check that shit out.